At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. I will right, we'll talk some NBA here. Uh, last night, it was a loaded card. The Celtics lost in overtime to the Raptors. Huge news uh, with that team. Well, first of all, they sat three guys overall, but then Robert Williams also missed the game because now he has the meniscus and he's going to be out for the rest of the year. And Keith Smith covers the team, uh, joins us uh, here on Follow the Money. Now, Keith, thanks for the time today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, as a guy who covers this team and watches them every single night, uh, can you just talk about the impact here of Robert Williams, what he meant to the team defensively, and how much they're going to miss him going forward into the playoffs? Yeah, it, it, it's a huge loss. One, one thing is they are not ruling him out for the year just yet. Okay. going to have surgery, and there are a couple surgical options that could allow him to come back. But but I think for practical purposes, they're, they're going to basically take that as, hey, that's found money if it happens. Well, you know, then, then that's a happy occurrence. But – as far as how they're going to miss him, they, they've built a lot of their defense around his abilities. And what they've done is they've moved Al Horford to defending whoever the other team's nominal center is, whoever that, that player was. And then Robert Williams would get 
kind of hid on the worst shooter of the bunch, but you're not, it's not hiding. Like when you hide a bad defender, this allowed him to play this Romer helper role where he would come over and, you know, be a, a you know, an incredible weak side, uh, help guy and uh, do a lot of things in that respect. And then they, that allowed them to do uh, a lot of the switching that they do with Tatum Brown and smart. And then the reserves. So it's going to be a pretty big loss. And then on the offensive end, He's one of the you know better uh, vertical threats in the league. He's you know such a good, good player on the rim running, but they run offensive sets through him because he's a really good passer as well. So it's a pretty major loss for the Celtics. Can they still? I mean, some people have said they won't make it out of the second round. How much can Tice help them? And they are they still going to be a force come playoff time? Yeah, I think Daniel Tice is going to be fine. He, he, you know, obviously he is more comfortable in Boston than he's been anywhere else in the NBA. And they know how to use him. They're going to ask for more out of him and Grant Williams while, uh, while they're without Robert Williams. I would expect Grant Williams to continue to start. That's been the, the way they've done things. They could also go mm-hmm. small as well. They, they haven't uh, leaned on small lineups all that often this year, but Jason Tatum is big enough. We saw the other night against Minnesota when a bunch of guys were in foul trouble and Al Horford sat that game out. Uh, they turned to Tatum to cover Carl Anthony Towns, and he did quite well against them. So I, I think there's a lot of different triggers they can pull. As far as how far they're going to go in the playoffs, I think for any Eastern Conference team, tell me who's healthy and tell me who they're playing, and then I'll tell you how far they're going to go. Because sure. at this point, I think matchups and health are going to, as they always do, but I think even to an even more extreme level, they're going to really determine things in the, the Eastern Conference playoffs this year. That, that's a good point as well. It's a question not just about the Celtics, but the top four teams in the East. Who's going after and who's chasing the one seed? Yeah, and that's, we we don't know today. Kind of, they're they're sometimes dependent on uh, you know what the matchup has been. It kind of looks like none of them really want it, and and I think that's the between the one and the two seed. There's less desire this year, I think, to get that than there normally is. Normally, you're pushing for that because you want home court advantage all the way through, and and you want to be in a spot where you're playing weaker teams. But this year, there's the looming specter of the Brooklyn Nets. We know they're going to have to come through the play-in tournament almost, you know, assuredly. It's this point, which means they're going to be either likely the seven or eight seed, kind of depending on how things go for them there. So I think that's why teams are not, you know, maybe going to push overly hard. I think you're going to see a lot of focus on uh, what they're going to term it as is we're more focused on being healthy and rested for the playoffs when really it's probably a little bit of seeding shenanigans going on. Sure, sure. Did, did Who expected this? Did even people in the Boston organization, this is historic what they're doing. To be 18 and 21, and then 500 at the break, and only two teams in history have then finished with a winning percentage over 600. And I'm sure Smart has a lot to do with that as well. But this, I just can't. They were also people in Boston that it was boring to watch. They weren't on the same page. It was tough to watch. 18 and 21, and then everything flips, and they're killing people before last night on a 24 and 4 run straight up. Yeah, as far as people expect. Expecting it, I, I don't think anybody really expected it. Now, you you had the you know standard. Well, you know we we clean this up, we clean that up, and and, and they weren't 
as bad as the record was, they weren't as bad, bad of a team. They had had a lot of close losses. They had a lot of games where they lost games where they had big leads and, you know, just kind of crumbled down the stretch. And, and they, they said, you know, we're working on it, but first we got to get our defense, right? Well, they've certainly done that. They've got the defense, you know, right. And they're, they're, you know, just really kind of making things difficult. Even last night against the Toronto Raptors in a game where four mm-hmm. starters were out, they still made life difficult on Toronto for most of that game to score the ball. So it's one of those things where once they got that right, then Ime Udoka and his staff said, all right, now we'll turn to the offense. And now the offense has got clicking. The trade they made for Derek White has been very big because he fits right in with them defensively and as a ball mover on the offensive end. So everything's just kind of clicking and has really come together. And then there's also the health component. This is the first time in a few years that they've had their up until this Robert Williams injury that they've had their main guys together for a long stretch of time. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Keith Smith, our guest, Celticsblog.com. Follow him on Twitter at Keith Smith NBA. And a gambling question uh, question here for you, Keith. I'm looking right now at several books across the country and Marcus Smart. Now this is flipped. Keep this in mind. This is flipped now a couple of times going back the last week or two. But Marcus Smart is your new favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year. Can you envision when they announce that award, whatever night that's going to be, that Marcus Smart is going to be the winner? Or do you think it's going to go to somebody else? I still think it'll probably go to Rudy Gobert, just because I think, unfortunately, sometimes voters, they what they'll do is they'll look. And, I mean, we've seen some of them on the record say, well, I look at it, who had the most blocks and steals and rebounds, and then that's that's the guy I pick. And that's, yeah, I mean, that is as old school thinking as you can get uh, with with this, especially considering all the data that we have, you know, free and publicly available now. But I do think we're starting to see the narrative build for Marcus Smart as far as hey, if this is the most dominant defensive team in the league, which they have been. Uh, since the calendar flipped, it's not even close is, you know, we got to reward that somehow. And I think people are starting to also have a little bit, you're hearing more buzz around, you know, this doesn't have to just be a big man award every single year. It doesn't have to go to a center or a power forward that kind of, you know, anchor the back line. There are a lot of good perimeter defenders. So if that narrative continues to build, he continues to play well over these last couple of weeks. I do think he has a chance, but I, I don't know that he will win it. All right. How excited are you this year specifically, like scale one to 10 for the Eastern Conference playoffs? It's the best that I can remember. Uh, like 15, 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's normally the East playoffs are, you know, let me know when we get into the second round. You know, and then, then you know, right. by, by then we'll, we'll, we'll have a couple of these teams that were floating around 500 will be out and losing records. And, and this year it's not that way. I mean, we've finally seen the East has, has flipped it. We've seen a pretty good migration of talent from the Western conference to the Eastern conference over the last several years. And that's finally starting to come home. We've seen the East teams, I think get better management structures in place. So they've, they've drafted and developed talent better. They've uh, you know handled free agency better than they had in prior years. So yeah, I think what we're finally kind of looking at here is this Eastern conference playoffs is going to be phenomenal, especially again, when you consider Brooklyn's going to be floating in there as the yep. seventh or eighth seed, most likely like that. That's not your normal seventh or eighth seed. So we're, we're going to have a lot of fun watching the East this year. What do you expect tonight? Sixers at home against the bucks and where are you at with Philadelphia where Harden doesn't appear to be the same player. And I guess it's nice that Tobias Harris is your fourth option. But if, if you trust the Sixers and Harden in a big game moving forward, come playoff time. 
Yeah, that's the difficult part is because you've got between him and Joel Embiid, who are two phenomenal players, their playoff track record is not great, especially as you get deeper into the playoffs. As I said to someone the other day is, you know, let me know when they you know look good in the third round and, and they, they haven't, you know, historically in their career now together, maybe that's what they need to be able to pull, pull that off. But James Harden definitely, whether it's the injury or just ages catching up with them, a lot of miles, you know, it's, it's not just the games, it's the heavy, heavy usage within those games from all the way back to, you know, is right at the beginning of his Houston tenure all the way through to now. I, he just he doesn't have that same burst and acceleration to get past people, and that's difficult. So they're, they're having more offensive problems than I think they knew they'd have, and I think they knew the defense was going to take a little bit of a hit, was going to slip some. But I think the offense not churning uh, and chugging along the way they hoped it was, was a little bit of a problem tonight against the Bucks. We'll, we'll see because sometimes Milwaukee shows up at these games and it's almost like they're like, yeah, we're the champs. We'll see you tomorrow. So that, <laughs> sure. that's a hard thing, yeah. right? Yeah. You, you never kind of know with, with the Bucks, and they're very, yeah. Mike Woodenholzer is very quick to say, yeah, we don't have it tonight. And then he just kind of pulls the plug and, and lets things move along. So yeah. I, they're, they're a difficult team to get the read on. Once we get into the playoffs, I trust Milwaukee more than any team in the East just because they have the pedigree and the talent. Yeah, that's really well said. Kind of like putting uh, the Buck season, uh, wrapping a bow around it so far in the regular season. You can read Keith, CelticsBlog.com. Follow him on Twitter, at KeithSmithNBA. Thanks so much for the time today, Keith. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that's Thank exactly you. right. He really pinpointed that with the Bucks. Yep. Last nine games, Harden, 21 points per game, 30% from three. Not good. Oh, boy. So what's going to happen when they don't win a title, MB does not win an MVP, and it's not going to work out with James Harden? They're going to have to move on from him? I hope Maury doesn't give him the big uh, max, give him the extension. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith. I didn't didn't envision this. I don't have a lot of faith in this team. No, no, you can't. No. Oh, no way. No. The other thing, what happens when MB sits? That killed him against Toronto. Oh, no question. Yep. We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. NBA favorites last night, 7-2 and two straight up. Overs in the NHL, 4-1. and one. Goal in the first 10, 5-0. and oh. Seattle roughed up L.A. 6-1. to They were plus 175. No sweat there. Horrible call by me. Bad read. Sabres plus 145. They beat Chicago. Atlanta and over. Hawks 6.5 up to 8.5 and, and 234 up to 237. Woo! I think they had like, I think they had 60-some points with seven minutes left in the second quarter. I think they scored, was it 44 in the first quarter, the most since... Like the 80s, I believe, in the first quarter for the Hawks. 132-123. Knicks, Bulls under. 223 down to 218. 109-104 New York. Grizzlies, Warriors under. 225 down to 221. Fell 218. Although it was 20 to 16 at the end of one. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com for our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see the videos. And this is just like the scene with Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Falling out of the uh, airplane here. Skydiving. And two guys collide, and one of them gets knocked unconscious. And the buddy realizes what's going on, comes all the way over, saves his bacon, and grabs him, and then pulls the chute off, open, so everything can work out here. And you just see when you, when you, look, look at this, when he comes in. I got you, buddy. And he's out, out cold. Out cold. Incredible video. So, did, did you watch the whole thing? Like, how long does, does it have video of him going all the way down to the no, ground? No, I didn't see that. No, it, it cuts off. Oh, his eyeballs are rolled back in his head. Sure, He's yeah. totally he out. He pulls the shoot, and then I think it ends like 20 seconds later. Oh, man. That is something. What a job. Right, right out of the movie, though. Come on, live a little once. Go sky. I, I will never do that. Why? No way. Absolutely not. You'll never have that feeling anywhere else, no matter what you do in life. Well, too bad. 
Okay. I'll, uh, I'm okay. All right. I'm okay with that. Mm, no, you're not. Yes, I am. That's great. I'm afraid of heights. We're no part of it. I went on the damn thing here. I couldn't take. Wait till you're free falling. No. Wait till you. You don't. You've never. Song. Great song. Underrated. Uh, Tom Petty. Underrated. Is it underrated? Tom Petty. It's amazing. Underrated. Okay. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'll think about it. Go ahead. Top of stratosphere. I'm afraid of heights. I'm. A, I'm afraid of all that stuff where they hang you upside down or whatever. No way. Look at the leopard cub here. Look at the sneaking up. Tippy toe. A little tippy toe. Hides by the rock. Comes out. Now he's hiding in the grass. Can't see him. Okay. And she comes over. Hit the wall. Serious that leap. Time. Yeah, serious hang time. Caught by surprise. When's the last time you went to the secret garden? Siegfried and Roy. They got leopards and cheetahs and jaguars and tig- white tigers. Are they, are they still there? Siberian tigers. Yeah, it was there during they the summer of there, fall. Huh? Yeah. I popped in. It's great. I couldn't even tell you. Like $20 going. It's quick, but it was good. Uh, lose some. Spurs Rockets under 238 down to 234. 123-120 San Antonio. Cavs Magic over 215 up to 217 and a half. 107, 101. Keep Kings under 220 down to 216. 123 to 100. Uh, I win some and lose some. So uh, now Twitter keeps receipts, man, and the internet keeps receipts. We'll get to that in a second. This is some follow the follow money army. Um, the guy his favorite game. And machine wasn't available, so he looked over and said, "All right, Ultimate X." Paulie always talks about it. I'll give it a shot. He's playing Dollar Ultimate X. He gets a look at that. The the the, the, the top two are ten times, and he gets dealt three aces. That's a rush. Take your. Uh, uh, you don't even talk to me about a rush. That's a rush. Ten no, times. That's a great feeling. He doesn't get that. He gets one of them on the okay. bottom though with the kicker, but it's four thousand dollars. But imagine if he would have got it for ten times. Wait, so ten what times. A nice is, win. Ten times is forty thousand. Then. If we would have got the. Uh, he says, no, 20,000. Oh, 20,000. Okay. Because he, th- he got two times on the bottom. 40,000 if he's playing triple double. He's playing double. I'll oh, copy that. Okay. Roger. That's Very right. good feeling. Yeah, great feeling. Not quite as good as skydiving. Twitter Twitter keeps receipts. The internet always keeps receipts. Apparently, Will Smith years ago on a late night talk show made an alopecia joke. Oh, yeah. All right. Look for that. Uh, but also, hello, Boston. Hello, Nesson. Chris Rock starts his world tour I in, saw Boston. That in Boston. How hot is that? Sold out tomorrow. So from what I understand, and I saw, like, again, people tweeting about this yesterday morning, uh, tickets were like 60% sold out, 65% sold out. Well, that changed in an instant. Of course. And tickets are now, like, unavailable, and I think they went to the moon with how much. And I tweeted out, it's oh. the biggest no-brainer of all time if I live there. You have to go. No question. He's also kept a low profile and said nothing since the incident, just saying I didn't know she had alopecia. And uh, all those reports, right? It was an ad lib joke. Ad-lib. Um, again, nobody knew about it. Maybe some people did, but the people that were outraged, you didn't know either until you Googled Jada Pinkett Smith bald. You had no idea what it was, and you got all up in arms and outraged for no reason. Chris Rock didn't know. It was an ad lib joke. So calm down, as always. And then um, I, I like David Spade's tweet, too, that they just put up as well, and they're friends, but. Uh, he's right. People saying, how can you make a G.I. Jane joke? Well, we, and Spade said, because comedians don't have a medical chart for everyone in the audience. Good for him. You know, there's another observation I have. You know, she's not sitting next to him. There's quite a, there's a little distance there. Yeah. I mean, that, that's tightly in, packed in, you know, usually. You know what I'm, what's going right. on? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of room there between those two. Yeah, plenty of room. See. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, by the way, if you could bet on this right now, will Chris Rock spend a, most of his time talking about that in Boston this week because he actually said and I kind of take his word for it when Will Smith screamed at him keep your keep my wife's name out of your bleeping mouth he goes I, okay man I get it I'm not going to say her name ever again 
I don't know if he ever will bring her name up again. Because Chris Rock, was he was the total pro. Will Smith was a... I can't even believe what he did still to this minute. But Will Smith and Chris Rock, how he operated... When he, again, he, under his breath, he goes, oh, I could do it right now. He didn't. He kept the, the show moving along, and he was the professional there on stage. I don't know if he brings up Jada's name. Tomorrow, but move it forward? Yes. I think he will. But he also, you're right. Who knows what he had ready to go and leech another one-two punch. That's what, if you're going to the show in Boston, that's what I hope he does. I hope he goes scorched earth on Will Smith the whole time. Little separation there. Okay. He's closer to the other girl yeah. than his wife. Yeah, he's laughing at the joke. Well, that's right. That's I buried the lead. He thought the thing was funny. That's right after the joke. Bad beat. Raptors Celtics under because of everyone sitting with Boston. Two twenty down to two oh nine. Toronto bet up from four to eight, and it goes over because of overtime. One fifteen to one twelve. Toronto wins. They don't cover in a hell of an effort by the. Boston Celtics, considering all those guys were out as well. Should have won a game. Win some loose numbers in it by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in, get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. Learn more, betrivers.com. Okay, so we're getting really good feedback today. Email FTM at vcin.com, Twitter at vcin live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. Because of that debacle by Will Smith on Sunday night and slapping Chris Rock, like that to me is like the biggest Twitter moment in the history of that website or the app. So we're talking about biggest top five like moments in Twitter history. And you could actually do what could have been the biggest Twitter moments. You brought up the Bronco chase. Mike North chimed in on Twitter by saying the 89 earthquake. Sure. This is a great email from John in New Bedford, watching every day on Nesson. He's on paternity leave with his daughter, watches with him every single day. Congratulations, by the way, John. That's great. If Twitter was around for malice at the palace, oh. it would have been top three ever. Um, all oh. the alternate camera angles from people that were there, accounts of what happened, et cetera. Yes. I couldn't stop watching. I was on the phone with my mom that night, and I said, I got to call you back. I don't know what the hell's going on right now. And I'm not kidding. Bill that, Walt was on the game, He was I on believe. the game. I'm he was walking, on the game. I was in a sports book. I'm walking by at dinner. I go, what the hell's going on? I was completely <laughs> obsessed the whole weekend. I watched nothing but ESPN News. Yeah. yeah. I actually had, we oh. had like a, a meetup to talk about it with friends here in town. Like, okay, we got to break this down. It was so incredible to watch on TV. Oh, there were so many layers to it. Are they going to stop serving alcohol at sporting events? Uh-huh. Or what's the suspension going to be? What happened? Oh, it was how long crazy. are we talking? Uh, I, I watched I the best line. They're in the they're on the in the locker room after the game. Run our, <laughs> our run test. our test. You think we're going to get in trouble? <laughs> Wait, you punched a fan. The whole thing was his fault. Um, he's he's, he's oh, sitting yeah. there on a scores table, and someone mm-hmm. threw a drink at him, and right. he charges. It's like slap shot. They go into the stands after yep. the guy, and he starts. Punching people. If Jermaine O'Neal, okay, if he connects, he comes in. He comes sliding guy, in. He gets a running start. Fan doesn't see him. Small guy. He's going to want to load on him. He slipped on something, and he still got him. Oh yeah. Okay. But he wasn't clean. I think that if he if he hits him with all his force, of of any part of Malice at the Palace that I've watched more than any other, it was that part right there. O'Neal, when he comes and he slides in. Well, there's fans on the court at that point. If he if and he it, connects at full power with that dude, yeah. I mean, he's 6'11". I don't know. He probably weighs 280 pounds with that with the torque that he had on that punch. A man, what, what is his suspension? Because they would actually act on how bad the fan oh, is hurt. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a great suggestion. Wow. That's absolutely top of the list if it existed. God, that was something. 
Jackson in the crowd, Artest is in the crowd, fans are on the court. And then when they're walking oh, underneath the, the, to the, like the, the locker debris. room, just dumping beers left and right oh. on them. Good, good response. Yep. Yep. Bin Laden. A guy, guy said he's right any election. That's right any election. Forget about yeah. 2016. Fail Mary. Boston Marathon Bomber, how that played out on Twitter. I think the end of the Seahawks-Patriots Super Bowl. That was another way. We had the Butler interception. Incredible moment. Manti Teo, the Tiger Woods stuff, Thanksgiving and winning the Masters. I brought up yeah. Tebow to Demarius Thomas because I was actually live on Twitter at that time, and it just I thought the thing was going to break. I thought Twitter was done. The Sports Betting Network. Wendy's Breakfast, the real deal. Had it yesterday, the official breakfast of the madness. It lived up to the hype. The breakfast potatoes, the breakfast baconator, croissant combos. They're bringing the breakfast legends. Don't forget the oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs. Don't forget about the OJ. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru. Pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Get the French fries. Dunk them in the Frosty, too, for all you Midwest people. There you go. Perfect uh, recommendation, no doubt. Uh, I like this tweet from Matthew on Twitter. He wants us to go head-to-head picking baseball throughout the season. One pick every day. If Paul wins, I buy you fast food lunch every day for X amount of time. Yeah. If I win, you have to go skydiving. You want to do it? No. Think of uh, something else. Top five Twitter moments of all time. We're not talking of... futures. I mean, you, come on. You'll eviscerate me. Oh, no, no. You're, you're, he you're said the, one every day. One every day. You're the, yeah. No. Um, so, we're obviously talking about the top five Twitter moments of all time because of Will Smith and Chris Rock. This email from Derek. The Laramie Tunsil weed mask during live during the draft. Um, yes. As the draft Release is going that. on, and g- yeah. players are getting picked. Right. That was, I don't even know what to say about that. What do you call it? Bong gas mask? A bong gas mask, I believe. Right. Yeah. And then they also released like, uh, hey, coach, I need some more money. Like about the, I need oh. help with the bills. That came out too. Oh. Same time. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, good. Good poor. tweet. Forgot about that one. Oh, I will say it. that. that you was know good. what? That's that sabotage job by the people who did that. That's dirty pool. Yes. Totally dirty pool. You can't do that. What are you doing? That's awful. On draft night. Hey, look what I've been hanging on to specifically for this evening. Biggest oh. moment of his life. Horrible. Oh, you had the Will Smith self-sabotage. What he did. Yeah. Um, so, believe it or not, as we're sitting here, and we've talked about you know quarterbacks and the offseason moves in the NFL quite a bit over the last month or so, and a lot of speculation, like what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield? Where is he going to go? What about Jimmy Garoppolo? It seems like we're down to two teams with Carolina and San Francisco. And then, you know, reports came out like last week, from people in the Bay Area suggesting that Garoppolo's shoulder is bad and teams are not going to mm-hmm. make that gamble until we know they can throw football again. So that is now, fast forward to like yesterday, and here's the result of that. John Lynch getting asked about releasing Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I, I don't foresee that. He's too good a player, you know, so um, I don't foresee that. And, um, you know, I think Jimmy will be playing for us. So he'll be playing for someone else. He's too good a player not to be. So now too good of a player? Well, just to flat out cut him, yeah. I mean, you think you get something for him, but also the timeline here with the surgery complicates things. And as Lombardi's line is, the 
quarterback carousel or musical chair, someone's not going to have a chair. Well, I think that's so what it boils is, down to is that uh, the teams had to wait and they weren't weren't concerned. I don't know. And you also have uh, people who follow that team saying Trey Lance isn't ready. They sure. might run it. They may have to run it back. Sure. The market dried up. They're not getting any phone calls. No whispers, anything about that, about a deal. So they're like, okay, well, we can't do this. And then, no, oh, by the way, you know, that's going to be a great prop. Like, if if Trey Lance wins the starting quarterback competition, and let's assume for a second that he does in August, you can put up a prop. When's Jimmy Garoppolo going to be the starter? Week four? Week five? Week six? What do you... Right? And, by the way, I think, there's a, ch- I think there's a chance that Lance can have moments in the preseason and look spectacular. Remember, he, people bought that last year on a broken play, like found Debo all the way down to the right side. It was wide open. Like, things were happening... Where it's, you're thinking, okay, this guy looks really good, but it's as a reason, you know, pro- defenses were breaking down that kind of a deal. So, and there's also this. We kicked this around earlier today in Peter King's column uh, that he writes on a weekly basis. The idea of uh, NFL changing the overtime rules in the postseason. Uh, there's two different ones that teams are kicking around. The Colts and the Eagles submitted one, allow both teams an opportunity to possess the ball in overtime. The Titans allow both teams an opportunity to possess the ball in overtime unless the team with the first possession scores a touchdown and a successful two-point try. Uh, you don't have to try the two-point try. From what I understand, you can kick the extra point and then la- allow the second team to get it as well and come back down. Well, uh, guess who? Guess what coach in the NFL is like, ah, screw it, we don't need to change it. I like the sudden death rules. It's Mike Tomlin. Here he is talking about his love for the NFL's current overtime rules. To be quite honest with you, I'm a sudden death advocate. I'm a traditionalist. I don't fear sudden death, and I never have. Uh, but obviously, I lost that battle a decade ago. <laughs> but my position remains unchanged. I just think 60 minutes, everybody has had a fair opportunity to win the game. And, and so, you know, when you're talking about changes as it pertains to competitive fairness, I speak to the first 60 minutes that we all had to win the game. I wonder what he's going to be saying when the Steelers play their first overtime game and it's scoreless. <laughs> oh, they're tied at 3-3 because yeah. Trubisky is 6 of 22 for 19 yards and three INTs. Big year for Mitch. Big and the year. De- defense is holding him in the game. There's momentum to change this, and they know they have to change it, but how are they going to do it and go about it is the tough call, and do they have enough votes? And this, as I said earlier, it could be too many cooks in the kitchen here. About you want to go with the what the Titans want to do or what the Eagles and Colts proposed. Um, but I'll tell you what, it would have been changed already if the Chiefs would have won the would have gone the field and beat Cincinnati. I agree. It would have been back to back games going to the Super Bowl like that. Mm-hmm. So it didn't work out there. But again, it was on a nine and one run where the team that won the toss won the game and, and playoff games. Emails coming in right, right now. If Twitter existed, Miracle on Ice. Yeah. Oh, that was nuts because it was tape delayed everything. Oh, absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. And how about this one? Kind of same thing because it was not in this country. Is halfway across the world when Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson. Oh, excellent. Yes. You had to wait uh, like the next day to find out what happened on SportsCenter, I think. Breaking news, Mike Tyson got knocked out. Wait, what? No, that can't happen. He was like 1 to 40. Yeah. Um, we got to get him in studio. God, we got to talk to him again. He didn't care. He was... What was I say? He had a lot of girlfriends. He was reckless. He wasn't training. No way, this guy's gonna beat me. And that was it. Was an, you know the other? Day, it was an incredible fight. He knocked him down too. No, he did. And then, you know, there was I thought there were shenanigans with the call, with the count. 
but he's okay. looking for his mouth. Oh yeah, he was out. He knocked Douglas out. There, there was a bad count, but I yeah. And then Vaccaro's the only guy who put the lineup on the day. That was it. They made a thirty for thirty of it. Yeah, Dave Malinsky had Buster Douglas. Oh, he did. did you know that? Yeah, he tell small us that. Piece. Uh, Oxford Bob did. Oh wait, did he Took tell a us small piece on Buster Douglas? Who told us that when they saw Douglas take a sh- no, no, it was, that was that, the that was the Douglas Holyfield fight when they saw Douglas took the shirt shirt off. They're like, oh my god, everyone run, ran, run. They ran to the book. Vaccaro can tell that story. Yep. Bert Sugar told us that every guy in that room ran out of there and went to make a bet. Yep. When he took his, we had the way in. As soon as he took the shirt off. Oh yeah. And there's also this from last night. We mentioned this uh, earlier today as well. Uh, Brian Windhorst with the latest straw poll for the MVP vote. And this is with people who have votes. Joker is the new favorite, according to that straw poll. Um, Players in the top 10 in points per game, rebounds per game, and assists per game in a single season. Wilt, Elgin Baylor, the big O, Russell Westbrook, and right now, Nikola Jokic. That's it. Five players ever have done that. Embiid's too high. I don't get it. 220 at DraftKings, $2 at Bet Rivers. Too high. Too high. What this guy's doing every night. They're not a talented group because of the injuries. They're not. But it comes down to how you look at the seeding and how this is. The last seven games will be very important, too. At least, you know, a lot of people are saying, I'm not voting for the guy if they are in the playing rounds, referring to Jokic. And then what happens with Philly? Are they the four? Are they the five? Mm-hmm. I, Embiid was great Sunday against the Suns in the loss. Do you agree with this? Oh. Uh, I was going back and forth with Jeff Sherman from the Westgate yesterday. He said if MB doesn't win it this year, he never will. I tend to agree with that. Because of missed games and... Yeah. yeah. Usually, and, right. and, and by Rest. the way, like how, how much talent there is in the league. Yeah. And every year there's a new like okay. 22-year-old who could just take over and right. be incredible. We also had a discussion, too, about Barnes. I don't think this is over. He's now he's low as 4-1 to one now to win the Rookie of the Year. I think the, he's got a shot. You think so? Yes. Because I talked to two people last night who said, "No, it's over I, with." I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't care about the bookmakers here. I want to talk to. No, the guys I talked who, to other people too. Oh, you did. You, okay. But yeah, the guys, guys who I who, respect. All right, the guys who cover the league and guys who have votes. I think there's a there's a shot. Like, look, look three to one. Oh, three, to three to one, one. right okay. now, Barnes. And you know what happened last night? In case you missed it, Mobley actually got banged up. It mm-hmm. did not look good at first. Um, it appeared as if he couldn't even put any weight on his ankle or his leg. And then a little bit later on, he was walking around. Von Tobel is one of them. Our buddy does a show here, The Edge, great on the NBA. He said it's too late. Listening to people talk, what he's meant to the Cavaliers' success so far this year, and it's not enough to catch up. I don't, they, they need to really go back. The people who have a say in this, we need to go back. Like, I don't know if it's like markets too or what, but you, you need to really take in the full season. You, you can't tell me who the MVP is in February. You have to. That goes for any sport. Of course it does. Yes. Uh, these games count. Yeah. Now, Tatum's not going to win the MVP, and, uh, you know, I was advocating for him for a while, and I got him at 500 to 1 multiple times, and suddenly I was going to scoop, you know, $100,000 on him if he wins the award. <laughs> um, but he admitted yesterday that he, he's not going to win it. Yeah. The, the, the defensive player of the year markets, are, that's been astonishing the last month. Smart was 100 to 1 three weeks ago. Now he's 2 to 1. Yeah. Think about that. And then you come on and run down your numbers with Jackson, and they bombard that. People hit that all over, and that goes from 500 down to 6. 5. I still don't get his number. Yeah, he's like the fifth or sixth choice. Yeah, what we're betting today with Him Pocket coming up next. (laughs) 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, here we go. In-pocket plays from a few weeks back. Duke 14 to 1 to win the national title. Have them on a couple different tickets this year. Uh, and I also have a bunch of their players to win the most outstanding player. So I'm rooting for Duke big time against North Carolina. I'm going to be a huge All Duke right. fan this weekend. All right, there you go. How about Matt Humans earlier today on the show? Was planning a trip to New Orleans to go to the Final Four. Has several tickets on Duke between 10 and 12 to 1 to win it. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it? I'm telling you, there's a lot of... There's, there's a big segment of the country that's going to be like, oh, God, these guys... 
I mean, I know it's a sexy matchup. Duke, Carolina, never met before, but there's a lot of people like us. Well, I mean, if that's a good game, let's say that game's 88-85. It's going to be one of the highest-rated Final Four games in a long, long time. Matt asked us, most hype Final Fours that we can remember. He brought up 91 when UNLV played Duke again, and they just beat it by 30 points the previous year, and they were undefeated. Fab Five was huge. It was a great one. Fab Five was gigantic. Yes. Because uh, that nine, think about 93, when North Carolina beat Michigan on the Chris Webber timeout. Michigan beat Kentucky. And Kentucky was loaded to the gills with Jamal Mashburn. Is that the semifinal game? That was the, the semifinal game. The was a semifinal game? No, no, that was the title game. That was game. the title game. Okay, Michigan yeah. beat Kentucky in overtime okay. to get there, and I think Indiana was the two. So three ones and a yeah. two, and then 2008 was the only time we've ever had four number ones. And actually, the final four was terrible. Memphis destroyed UCLA, blowout, and North, that's when Billy Packer did the North Carolina, this game's over, uh-huh. against Kansas. Um, and then Kansas had to come back from behind. The title game was awesome, but the Final Four was terrible. Uh, I still love that. Nance gave him a, a mulligan. Is it? Yeah. Yes. It is, yep. Yeah. Uh, I bet Kansas minus four against Villanova, anticipating this number to go up. I'm probably going to get involved with the under as well. It makes too much sense. 133 currently the number. And then uh, tonight, NBA Pistons plus 14 against the Nets. All right, have a lean here. Uh, bad, bad pick yesterday because uh, the Kings were running at home. They just played them and beat them, and, and they got the playoff push here. Had a, the under one and a half buzzer beaters and uh, one seed to win the title, no minus one thirty comes down to Kansas and the loser with the Kings. I'd like Texas A and M tonight. Okay, NIT semis. They've won. They've won nine of ten, and the loss was in the SEC title game to Tennessee. I'm still surprised they didn't get in. What was considered to be a Look, very yeah. good league. They won 20-plus games, and then they were hot to make all, go all the way. In route to getting to the SEC title game, they beat Florida, Auburn, and Arkansas. They ran out Arkansas. Yeah. And they still didn't get it. But they're laying one and a half tonight against Washington State. They're 26-12. and 12. I like them tonight. And the other game is, uh, how about the Bonnies? Now, this is shoulda, woulda, coulda, but this is a weird season they've had. They were preseason top 25. Then they had some issue, COVID, had some bad losses, and then uh, fell apart in the middle. But they were still on the bubble. And then the 8-10 tournament, they lost. The kid missed two free throws with one second left. Oh, yeah. Down one. Then they were fouled on the previous possession, and they bricked those free throws. That's right. I think it was to St. Louis. Any event, they're 23-9. They've won 8-10. They went on the road to Colorado, Oklahoma, and Virginia and won all three to get to the semis. And they're laying one and a half tonight. I think they're worth a look too, but I really I, I think AM makes a lot of sense. Then Pocket presented by Bet Rivers. As always, they do a great job. Your hometown book, check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Over 300 different ways to bet the NHL every game, and it's a good NHL card tonight. Okay, so this is uh, from Randy watching on Sportsnet up in Saskatchewan. Good morning, everybody. Up there. Uh, boys, I don't think the vo- voters in the USA watch Scotty Barnes enough. I see him every game. Okay. Fantastic player and is definitely going to be a finalist for the MVP. He could very well win it. I think the last sentence means he could win the Rookie of the Year this year. Three to one right now. Yeah. I think he's got a shot. Anything in hockey? Anything jump out to you? This Boston-Toronto game. I mean, it, it's this could be a... a Ton of goals tonight. No, I'm not betting the Boston. NHL as of right now. Four wins in a row for Boston. That's a good game. 
Uh, Calgary takes on Colorado again. I'd love to watch that game tonight. Right, and uh, most of these divisions are decided. We still have a lot of time, though. Uh, and you have the Pittsburgh Rangers game. I mean, they just played Friday. Now, the first game was one nothing Pittsburgh, and Igor stood on his head. And then Friday they met in the Garden, and they came out on fire, blitzed them, blitzkrieg. Three goals in the first five minutes, never looked back. So this will be you should be Igor tonight after Georgie have played the other night. Uh, but I, I think I could see goals in this one too. And who knows? Pittsburgh's coming off an eleven to two win. Yeah, that's another one. Right. I'll be honest. I'll, I will take tips from people who are good on hockey to bet it right now. But I'm so wrapped up in, well, not really the final four because there's only two games, so there's only so much you can think about it. But the NBA, uh, I think it's absolutely fascinating the way this is going to close over the final two weeks of the season. Yeah. But then also right. getting in some preseason baseball bets. I, I spent a lot of time on that over the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Seeing what I could get down on. The guys will tweet that out later. Credible breakdown by Vascursion on some props. Great job. Uh, it, the the uh, These trends and streaks have come to a halt, too, in NHL. All of a sudden, the Devils can't get a goal in the first 10. How many games in a row Somebody, now? I think it's two or three. Jets played a couple unders in the third period. It's all falling apart now, Mitch. All falling apart. How about this tweet? What about the Maple Leafs in the third? Uh, Yeah, that was 33-3 and three run. I'll look at that one. Okay. That's they gotta play that tonight too. Two twenty juice probably over one and a half. Notable tight end guarantees. 2022-2023. Andrews, Goddard, Kittle, Smith, Henry, Waller. Top five, Taysom Hill. Twenty million. You're gonna try tight end now. Focus his attention on tight end. That's whose decision? I it's gonna, it, that probably has to be the Saints because he can't play quarterback. Oh, go, you, uh, what happened there? Like everything Sean Payton said, they're like, okay, sure, sounds good. I can't. I mean, give him another extension. You know, give him another. You, extension. you know what? There needs to be like a national story done on that. <laughs> yes, like right. what exactly happened here? Oh my God! Why get Sean Payton on the record? I, he probably would never do it. But what, what, Sean? Tell us what what you saw in practice. Why did you decide to make this guy? I mean, every single day it's like, hey, there's a new contract for Taysom Hill. Oh, we're going to rip up the old one. Here's a new one again. Well, and taking Drew Brees off the field yeah. to put this guy in with the gadget place. He started nine games at quarterback the last two seasons. He signed a contract featuring a number of incentives tied to the quarterback position. But word in New Orleans this month has been that he's not a consideration at the position at all. He's focused on tight end. Hating out? Everything's changed now with Taysom Hill. Hey, I got, and, and I got news for you. Yeah. Uh, Give me one guess how old you think Taysom Hill is. Hasn't been in the league that long, right? I'll say 32. Oh, you're very close. 31. God. Because he went to BYU. Yes, that's right. Probably did the, you know, those missions and then came out of college when he was older than your typical like prospect. And now 31 years old already, and you want to give him that much money and now convert him to tight end? Oh, man. I would not like that recipe. You, cause, because if you're Dennis Allen, you just have to eat it. Oh, yeah, what's he going to do? Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, thanks, Sean. I appreciate know. it, buddy. Yep. Now I got to come up with ideas on how to use him? Uh huh. Boy. That's a weird one. Yep. Can we get to August? Did you see? I saw Frank Reich said, oh, Matt Ryan can play. Oh, when you watch the tape. Oh, Matt Ryan. I mean, this is much better. Like, here we go. Are you changing you your tune now? Game? No, of course not. I won four games a couple years no, ago. No, no, no. I'm not talking so, about on Matt Ryan. I'm saying on what you thought about Carson Wentz when you said Carson Wentz is better than Matt Ryan. I don't think there's a big difference. Uh, Wentz, no, no. Wentz certainly stinks. 
But I, I, I just we have a we have a yeah. I'm with you on Wentz, but I, you 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 have a different opinion on Matt Ryan. Well, I just again but, to clarify, like I certainly do not love Matt Ryan, but I think Carson Wentz is a disaster waiting to happen. So I would absolutely rank Matt Ryan ahead of Carson Wentz and a better move for the Colts this year. I'm interested to see what this looks like. Uh, several teams, though. Oh, well, for the sure. AFC, and that's yeah. right. And then, well, got a I good mean, supporting cast. When are we going to get draft props here in Las Vegas? I look at these books all the time across the country and other uh-huh. spots, and they got a lot of them. And I don't see many in Las Vegas. I know. We're getting close. It's April Friday. I Come see a, a couple of books have uh, first pick overall up. That's it. I don't see any draft positions. I don't see any top five. I don't see any... You know, first quarterback take in, any of that stuff. What up. do you think? Two weeks out? They're going to wait that long? Well, it's here in Las Vegas. Well, so. I know. You should. You got to go big. You should go big. Mm-hmm. You know, Pro- I'm, not, I'm not saying accept five dimes on something. Have a small, do a small limit. It's fine if you don't want to get beat up, but put something up. It's right here. Right? I, I, my guess is going to be a lot of books. Well, some books. I think Circle will be about two weeks out, probably. I think most books will do like week of. Yeah. Well, they all, they all, a lot of them say the same thing. It's all sharp money, and it's not worth the time. And they, uh, yeah. they, they get killed. So yeah, they, they lose on it. Yeah, I know. All right, good show today. Thanks a lot for the feedback on top five Twitter moments since that app has been around. Based on again the Oscars on Sunday night, I think Malice at the Palace, if it would have been around, would have good been call. like the biggest one. What a fiasco! Yeah. Oh, you think we're gonna get in trouble? <laughs> all right, that's it for us. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you tomorrow at seven Eastern. Adios. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.